Hi, small business owners. Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs podcast, where we focus on creating fresh perspectives to deliver brilliant breakthroughs for the small business owner. FYI, this is also the name of the number one best-selling business book series for small business. It's titled Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, and the subtitle is Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, Productivity, and Finding Peace in Your Business. You can get a digital copy, paperback, or even hardcover of Volume 3, and that's the one with the ruby red cover. Today's conversation is with number one best-selling business author who is also an international best-selling business author from the 2019 book. That's that ruby red one. And it is Danny Hadas. He is in the house. Oh, Danny, I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, let's see. You can hear me now, can't you? I, yes, now we can hear you. Great. Should yeah, we well, try that again? Danny Hadas is in the house. I'm in the house. Thanks for having me as always, which is what I said the first time on mute, apparently, even though I pressed the unmute button. You did. I saw that, but I heard nothing. <laughs> Very strange. Very strange. Technology is always so fun. Yes. All right, rock stars. So as your host, I will introduce myself. My name is Maggie Mongan, three-time number one best-selling business author and the founder of this really stellar number one best-selling Brilliant Breakthroughs annual business book series. And by day, I am the CEO of Brilliant Breakthroughs, Inc. And I am a master business coach and strategist. I help people transform their businesses so they rock. That's all I'm saying for now. So congratulations, Danny. We're so glad you're here. How does it feel to be a number one best-selling business author? Doesn't get old. It feels... Uh... Feels like I'm a number one best-selling business author. You know, it's quite an accomplishment, and I'd never published anything before, so it's really, really great. And I still, you know, still feels awesome to be able to say that about myself. Feels great. Well, you can say that because no one can ever take that away from you. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Should we dive right into it, Danny? Let's dive right in. Okay. In volume three. You wrote a really cool chapter, and it's called Workplace Innovation, The Path to Producing Results for Your Business. And you wrote really about the Emovation Project, right? I wrote about the methodology called Emovation, which is heralded by the Emovation Project, my company. <laughs> okay, great. So let's start with what is Emovation? Great. Well, you know, I was just thinking, as you were introducing the, the podcast, I was just thinking, Emovation is the path to profitability, having great people at work, productivity, and peace in your business. All in one, I say, even though I was in the people chapter, because Emovation, Emovation, and I'm going to talk about it here differently than I think I've ever talked about it before. You know, I've really had a chance to evolve my thinking around Emovation. Emovation is a new kind of leadership. It's a new kind of leadership. There are so many different leadership styles out there and leadership assessments, but Emovation is a new kind of leadership, and it requires that you ask, answer, and act on two questions. How do you want the people around you to feel, your employees, your managers, your family, your friends, whatever it is? How do you want the people around you to feel? At work, that would be your employees and managers and direct reports, et cetera. Okay. Then what will you do 
to have them feel that way. So if you say that around me, people at work feel inspired, what will you do to have them feel inspired? If around me, people feel supported, what can I do to have them feel supported? If around me, people feel empowered, what am I doing to have them feel empowered? And that's what emovation is all about. It has you ask, how do you want people around you to feel? Answer that question and then act on the answer by asking, well, I do to have them feel that way. And that's a new <laughs> kind of leadership because we don't do that today. Most of the time what we do is, how do I get this result? How do I get this thing done? How do I make money for my company? How do I complete this project on time and under budget? Those are the questions we're asking, but we're very rarely asking, how do we want people around us to feel as we're completing projects on time and under budget? Well, I love that because you said something that I think is really important. When we think projects, we think work it done. And you said the keyword done, but when it comes to people, we're never done. Can't hear you, Danny. We're never done. And that's why the company is called the Emovation Pro. That's very strange. All right, so it's unmuted and not going. We're, we're hearing that? Okay. I'm sorry for this. This is a very strange technology issue. Um, with, with emo, the reason why it's called the Emovation Project is because it's never, never complete. Working inside of an organization to ensure that people are feeling the way you intend them to feel, it's never, never a complete journey. It's an ongoing journey. It's never, there's never an end to it. Right. And um, it isn't like a one and done type project. Emovation is an ongoing, continuous exploration into what it takes to have a team produce the results you intend for your business all while having the best experience you could possibly have. Distinct okay. from producing results and hating your life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it. So let's pick off where pick off. Let's pick up where we last left off. <laughs> mm. If you shorten that, it's pick off. By the way, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, our last conversation about emovation. Take us there, Danny. Well, our last conversation was about the second step of the methodology, which was. Um, Foundation. So the four steps of the methodology are situation, what's going on in the workplace today, how are people feeling already, and why. That's step number one. That was one of our first podcast episodes. Okay. Once you get the situation, step two is foundation. That's asking that first question, how do you want your people to feel? See, foundation creates a context that you can operate from inside the workplace. It gives you how you act how you think, and how you behave towards your team's employees, direct reports, managers, et cetera. That's the importance of foundation. And once you know how you want your people to feel, you know, any, it can be anything, inspired, connected, empowered, seen, heard, valued, recognized, acknowledged, appreciated, trusted, any one of those things and more. The next question is, what will you do to have them feel that way? If you want them right. to feel inspired, what will you do to have them feel inspired? And that's where today's conversation picks up. What can you do to create the ideas, to generate the ideas required to fulfill on the foundation you created in step two? And that's what generation, step three, is all about. Generating ideas to bring your foundation to life. Okay, so let's talk about that. Step three of your methodology is generation. Tell us what we need to know about generation. Yeah, so with generation, it is all about creating the ideas 
that will propel your foundation upward and forward. Because foundations are meant to be built upon. So what's going to help you build upon that foundation? So you need ideas. Now, in foundation, it often works to have a small group of people on your team come up with the way you want your employees, your partners to feel. But in generation, the most important thing is to go wide. You want as many people from your organization contributing to the ideas that could fulfill on your foundation. This is where you want to take your all the work you've done to create this this new way of working, you know, the, the concept of it, which is in foundation, you want to share it with the masses here. Hey, okay. just so you know, everyone, team, we're working on this new way of working. And inside of that new way of working, we've decided the foundation for everything we do will, will be to have you feel inspired, connected, and empowered. But now we need your help. We want you to help us come up with the ways to make you feel inspired, connected, and empowered. And really, if you think about it, Maggie, whenever we intend for someone to feel a certain way, if in fact that's the way we choose to operate in the world, you can't really do it on your own in a vacuum. I can't take guesses at what's going to have you feeling. I mean, I can take guesses at what will have you feel inspired. I certainly can. And, you know, I may think of myself as someone who's intuitive and I'm an empath or whatever it might be. But the quickest path to giving someone what they need to feel a certain way is to ask them. Amen. Amen. Yes, to ask them. Yeah. And as, as the size of your company grows, you'll find that different people need different things. And so with generation, the idea of this step is to get as many people involved in brainstorming ideas that'll have people feel whatever way it is you intend. And you can, you know, the, the, the ongoing conversation in this step is really how to execute on that, how to achieve that. Now, you know, you want to go wide. You want to include as many people as possible. And the intention of including as many people as possible is to get as many ideas as you can to fulfill on the foundation you created in step two. Okay. So what are some of the best ways to make idea generation happen? Yeah. So the best ways to make it happen, um, and, you know, it's funny. For those who are listening in, in 2020, May is where we're recording this, and I realize this could be heard at any point, any time. But today we're dealing with COVID-19 and, the, you know, the aftermath of the pandemic. And so a lot of people are working remotely and we're maybe some people work remotely for the first time. So things we would have done before we can't do now, but really there, these are some strategies you can use no matter what's happening. Okay. Bring them on. Yeah. One of my favorites is called an innovation sweepstakes or innovation sweeps for, for short because emovation is innovation powered by emotions. And with an innovation sweeps, all you do is create an online survey that you can deploy via email. And maybe, you know, you just, you, well, not maybe. The way to do it is just in the email, you simply say, look, this is, we're introducing a new way of working. You could even use a video message to, to make it more personal. We're introducing a new way of working. We want everyone to feel these things. And we're enlisting your support in finding out what it's going to take to have you feel this way every day you come to work. And, and, you know, at this point, I can see how what I'm saying might sound general. So when I talk about emovation, you can emovate in any aspect of the experience at your workplace. You know, the, the employee experience can be summed up in four major components. You're either exploring opportunities at the company for the first time, that's the interview process, or you're exploring opportunities as a veteran of the company and you're looking to see where you might move within the company. That's explore. Okay. When you move on from explore, you're familiarizing yourself with your new role, with your new team, with your responsibilities, etc. Once you familiarize, you're now operating in that role. And as you're operating, you begin to evaluate 
is this right for me? How am I doing? How do I feel about this, et cetera? That's a, that's a cycle that continues onward. So with emovation, you could be emovating inside of one of those aspects of the experience, or you could be emovating across the, across the entirety of the experience. Whatever you're doing, you want to be specific and say, hey, look, this is the thing we want to bring innovation to. It's the interview process or the evaluation, the annual review process, or it's the weekly meeting process or whatever it is. We want you to feel X, Y, Z. What's it going to take to make that happen? You introduce this in, in an email and you have, a, you have a survey. People can just say, all right, to have people feel inspired, this is what I say they should do. To have people feel connected, this is what I think we could do. And you collect as many ideas as possible. And then, you know, if you really want to, you know, one thing you could do to spice up participation is offer a, a raffle. You know, every entry into the sweepstakes gets you one more entry into the raffle. And then um, what I have clients do is I have them vote. You know, all the ideas come in and then you have people vote. You have the rest of the team vote on their favorite ideas. And you promise to implement the ideas that show up. I started this years ago at a company I was working with. And it's very effective. It gets people involved. Of course, other ways, so that's the innovation sweeps concept. Okay. That's, that's concept number one. Other things you can do is just to set up one-on-one -on -one calls with people or focus groups. You know, but the, either way, that's a slice of the same thing. You want to have conversations with people on the team to find out what they have to say about the matter. You know, if, if, and this is especially effective before sending out an innovation sweeps. You know, it's you know, commonly referred to as working the halls. But you know, one-on-one -on -one conversations or small, small focus groups of four to six people, those are really valuable opportunities to hear from people about what's gonna take to have the workplace feel the way you intend. Okay, so what you just said is converse with people. Yes, you need, yeah, it's, it's a conversation. Absolutely, it's a conversation, which often, you know, it's so funny, <laughs> Maggie, it's so funny you say that. There was a client I was serving, major, major auto manufacturer out of Germany, and we were in their workplace talking about the experience they have at work. And I just asked, I said, hey, how often is it that you're finding out how what you produced landed for the person you delivered it to? How was it for them? What was, what was, how would they rate the experience they received from you? What kind of feedback did you get from them? Oh, well, I don't ask for feedback. I just do my job. Well, if you just do your job, how do you know you're doing it effectively? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have conversations. It's so funny. You know, we don't have, con we don't, we don't typically have those conversations. You know, Hey, I just sent you this email or we just had this meeting. How was that for you? You know, it, it was, we talk about the right content where you left frustrated, where you left empowered, where you left on a, on a high knowing that you know exactly what's happening and you know what to do. You know, how was that for you? We don't have those conversations. We just, we just go through work and we leave a wake of emotions behind us. Whatever happened, happened. We don't really pay attention. It's just things are so crazy busy. We never take our heads out of the sand to see how it actually went. And so people are left with whatever they're left with, and we do nothing to address it. That's how workplaces devolve into gossip and what people call toxicity or toxic workplaces because we never, we never actually take a moment to address what works for us in the workplace and what doesn't work for us in the workplace. With emovation, you have to. You're forced to take a step back to say, well, how has it been going? That's why you have a situation. Based on how's it been going, now we get to create a new foundation. With generation, you bring that foundation to life, and it requires that you have the conversation. But Maggie, the conversation starts in situation. The conversation started in situation when you're finding out how things are going and why. Well, the conversation starts there, and it shouldn't stop at 
any point in the Well, it never stops. Yeah, with email innovation, it never stops, but it's, it's a structure to, to continue that conversation 100%. Right. So what you're saying is emovation is the anti, well, it's the cure to workplace toxicity. It certainly can be if done, if done, if implemented correctly. Yeah. I mean, look, if uh, emovation, if not, if implemented in a um, incomplete manner, this is with, and this is the same with any methodology or anything in, in life. If implemented in an incomplete manner, it can actually lead to more frustration because here you've, you've told people, hey, we're going to do something about the way things are in our workplace. And then, and then you leave people hanging if you don't complete all the four steps. I mean, if you go through situation and foundation, but you never go through generation or activation, you have no action. So it's right. a complete methodology to take you from what's happening, what needs to happen, let's make it happen. That's, that's the methodology's intention. What's happening? What do we want to happen? How do we make it happen? Let's make it happen, just like that. Well, that doesn't seem so complicated. Well, it's not complicated, but nothing. Most things in life aren't that complicated. We just add so much to it to become complicated in a real, you know, really quickly. I mean, and with this, you know, especially in the next step, it may it may not be complicated, but it does take something to implement. It's not like it's a walk in the park; it's going to happen on its own. You need to put some power and energy behind it for sure. You've okay. got to move it. It doesn't move on its own. Fact. And you, you said the next step. What, just by title, what is the next step, Danny? Because you've been saying it all along. Yeah, the next step is activation. Okay. You know, once, once you've generated all of your ideas, you know what it is you want to do to bring. You know, you know the, it's not, it's not the, so out of generation, you don't actually know what you're going to do. You have all the possibilities for what you could do. In an activation, which I know we're going to talk about in the next episode, or in this yes. episode, no, next episode. next episode, next episode, we keep it real. If if you if you're listening and you can see, we keep it real here. Not everything's super organized on a calendar. Yeah. <laughs> so we talk about the next episode is an activation. You'll take all the ideas and you actually evaluate which ones will really work, and then you discover what it's going to take to implement them. Okay, so generation is. Yeah is where we're populating possibilities. We're, we're, we're creating building, possibilities. Right. We're building data points for us to go ahead and say, well, this might be a better possibility than this, but we don't know yet. You do that, okay. you do, yeah. You evaluate the different possibilities in activation. That's right. Generation is okay. really just creating a bunch of possibilities for how to fulfill on the foundation. Activation is where you, um, where you okay. evaluate them. Don't give too much away. That's our next episode. Oh, that one's lo that one. That one's loaded. That one's loaded. That one's really. It's 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 involved. It's involved. Okay, so this is the warm up for the next one, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, is there anything else that we should add to generation, or should we just cap it here and save it for activation, the next one? Well, I think the. the I mean, really, I think what would work is just to really quickly sum up. With generation, you're, you're taking the work you've done in situation and foundation, really foundation, where you've discovered and decided how it is you want people to be left in your workplace. How do you want them to feel? You know, whatever it might be. You know, I'll just use the example of inspired, connected, empowered. Whichever aspect of the workplace experience, whether it's a piece of it and the entire thing, in foundation, you figured out how you want people to feel. With generation, you're answering the question, great. What can I do to have them feel that way? 
and you want to involve as many people on the team as possible because those are the ones who are going to be, they're benefiting from all your work in the first place. You want to do things that will actually work for them. You want to take the guesswork out okay. and you want to leave it to them. And the ways you can do that are by continuing the conversation you started in the situation. You want to have one-on-one -on -one conversations, focus groups, which really is just a group conversation of no more than six people to keep it manageable. And you can also, for, for largest scalability, for easiest scalability, you can use an innovation sweeps survey. Um, you know, I was, I was talking on a podcast uh, not too long ago, and I was asked, well, what happens if people don't give you any ideas in generation? What mm -hmm. do you do then? And what I shared then is, well, if you don't get any ideas from other people in generation, then you're fully able to come up with your own. And when you, when you share the ideas you're, you're going forward with, you just want to acknowledge there was an opportunity for other people to contribute. That opportunity is never closed. And for now, this is what you're moving forward with. We really request your feedback on how it works for you. And that's, that actually sends you back into the situation once activation is complete. Um, it's not ever a problem if people don't participate. It is an acknowledgement that people aren't really bought into what you're doing. And therefore, you got to look and see, well, why are people not contributing? to an opportunity to elevate the workplace experience. What's, what's there? And maybe there wasn't enough uncovered in situation, or maybe they're not inspired by whatever foundation you've created. You know, there's always an opportunity for another conversation. It's never, never a signal to throw your hands up and give up. It really just is what, what else is there to uncover? So that's, I think that's what I would have added. Just a quick summary, Maggie. And then what happens if people don't give you ideas? Well, you move forward with your own. You acknowledge they are your own. You acknowledge that the opportunity to contribute was available. It's still available, and you request feedback on how things are going once the, uh, the, once the initiatives you've implemented are put in place. Makes sense to me. All right. Well, it sounds like we're going to save activation for the next episode. So I want to thank you, Danny. And oh. listen. And listeners, this is how you can learn and engage more with number one best-selling business author, Danny Hadass. Start by reading chapter four in the ruby red cover of Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. That's volume three. Also, feel free to go back and listen to his other podcasts. That's number 106, 114, 119, and 128. I'll say that again because Danny's been moving us sequentially through his stages and, and steps of his methodology. 106, 114, 119, and 128. And if you go to the end of Danny's chapter, at the bottom of his author page, you will see that he has a very relevant and free offer for you. Danny, can you tell us a little more about that? Yeah, what I've got is the Situation Launch Guide, and that is um, covering step one of the methodology. Where And what, what I do is I give you various ways in which you can get the situation in your workplace and find out from your employees, your partners, what the experiences that they're having at your company inside your business and i also give you the exact questions we used with a client it was a situation survey that received 90 well 100 response rate and was responsible for the creation of 92 employee experience innovation initiatives this company today is doing better than ever and it's because they're investing in the experience they're providing to their employees um 
So that's, that's what we provide you in the situation launch guide, various ways in which you can get the situation in your workplace and the exact questions we use that, you know, for a client that received a hundred percent response rates to the survey and, and created 92 different employee experience, um, innovation issues. Wow. So I guess that takes care of the idea situation of how many ideas can we generate, right? <laughs> you can create a lot. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Thank you. So everybody, please take a moment and go check that out because Danny is ready to take you there. He is your guide. Plus, at the end of his uh, chapter, he also has all sorts of social media handles for you to engage with him as well. And if you haven't already, listeners, please go ahead and go to your app store and download the free app, Brilliant Biz Book. That's all one word, brilliant biz book, because we have everything about the authors as well as the book series and anything else we're engaged with right there. One stop shop for you and all the podcasts. Another cool thing about that is we have a feature called Ask an Expert. So if you click on Ask an Expert, you can see Danny Hadass name there. Click on it, type him a question, and he'll respond back to you. I think that's a pretty cool bonus, don't you, Danny? Of course I do. <laughs> and he, he is very interactive, in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> when I'm not on mute. <clears throat> ah, when you're not on mute. Fact, fact. <laughs> um, listeners, you rock. But Danny, I want to thank you first for your time and wisdom sharing today. Oh, my pleasure, Maggie. I'm always, always happy to be here. All right. So everyone, we appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs podcast, where you learn about how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. Until next week, when we'll be back again, shine brightly. <laughs>